2: Welcome to Cash and Crank Podcast, guys. We have a uh, special guest here. We have Chad from Hookup Baits.
0: Hey, what's up?
2: And JoJo from Up Baits. Hello. We get the owners on, and we get to talk all about their bait this episode and uh, how everything started. You know, what, what type of setup to use on their bait. They got a lot of really cool pointers for uh, people that do fish hookup baits. They got some cool rigs to, to try out and... Uh, I guess we're going to start out with a couple questions.
1: So uh, we heard uh, Chad's uh, story about how he started fishing. How about you, Jojo?
3: Ah, great question. Um, I come from uh, three generations of fishing, and oh, okay. uh, my grandma and grandpa had a um, summer home in San Felipe. So every summer we would um, go there and just every day fish. And grandpa had a boat down there, and... We didn't know anything different. You just got yeah. up, you went fishing, you came <laughs> back, and you might ride some horses. I mean, whatever the day was for the next three months, and so uh, we would do that every summer. And That's awesome. um, we also lived in Yuma, Arizona, so the Colorado River was right there. Yeah. My mom and grandma did a lot of tournament fishing, and uh, then we'd go also to the White Mountains for trout fishing.
1: Okay, so I mean, with the company, how how do you get started with Pick up, eggs, or <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's yours. Uh, you know, I've been fishing tube jigs since I was 15 years old. You know, <laughs> uh, out Prado Park with the boys in the neighborhood <laughs> throwing the rooster tails and the cast masters and the you know, velvete cheese and catching trout. And we cut trout, but then we met this guy just killing them, you know, and he was a loud and funny guy and you know, gave us some jigs and told us how to use them. This guy name was John, uh, John Bill. Uh, the owner of crappie john finger jigs mm-hmm. and i was when i was 14 years old maybe and uh really been fishing tube jigs ever since you know 30 plus years of yeah. fishing jigs and he made saltwater jigs also freshwater and saltwater and mm-hmm. so we used them both in for trout and saltwater and uh through this through the years you know john bill passed away when i was in my mid-20s or so and then you know i pro step for different little jig companies here and there (coughs) throughout the few years and Mm -hmm. and just nobody else made saltwater jigs after that and then uh just by fishing jigs they caught everything in freshwater you know i mean i already knew how they worked in saltwater but i just knew different actions and different look and different profile of the jig how it would get bit better and uh so, and that's just, I had the ideas of hookup baits in my head for two, five years before I ever made one, just, mm-hmm. you know, just, I knew what it needed to be and I knew what the action needed to be, you know, just yeah. studying fish. All you know, like my favorite thing to do is sight fish you know that's a lot of whose isn't man <laughs> I, yeah, when you, hey you, when you get
2: on those beds with bass man mean, and bass you see beds, uh, yeah you know, trout, like, you know a lot sort of trout fishing yeah. a
0: lot of uh, clear lake trout fishing in the sierras we did a ton of fishing up in the sierras and that's my favorite thing was sight fishing you yeah know? and seeing how they react to a bait and you know what makes them makes them react and the way they react and everything else and so i really studied that through you know a lifetime of fishing yeah I've, how fish react and what makes them react and stuff. And so I knew what a bait needed, you know, to incorporate as a action and look to make them react. And that's basically went into the design of hookup baits, you know? So, yeah. And, uh, it's a a ton of swimming pool time and uh, (laughs) fishing in swimming pools.
1: Yeah. My, I was going to say my, uh, my kids, I took them to the, uh, Pacific coast sport fishing Mm -hmm. show last year. And, um, you know, they have that trout, the pool. Mm-hmm. And so this was the last day. And like my son, he was like dead set on catching a trout, mm-hmm. you know, using the mouse tails and stuff. And I mean, they've been in there for what, three days now? Yeah. So I mean, they would grab the tail or whatever. And he, uh, it was slow. So they let him fish on it for like 45 minutes or it, something. Yeah. So this kid comes up with his dad and he has the, the little, the, what or are the they?
0: second the eight, No, 132nd probably. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And he's like, Can we put this on? He was catching fish after fish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like That's... my son's just like what's going on? And
2: you know, you know, either, even if there's a lot of hate too and uh you love or hate, you guys just stuff catches fish, man. Oh, yeah. I mean there's yeah, no yeah. truth be told. Um yeah. my dad and uh my kids, I got to take so my dad never fishes, my uncle was in the bass club, so he fishes all the time and we would go fishing all the time so my dad's like hey i want to go fishing so i take him to huntington Harbor, and i'm like okay i got to put him on fish this is the goal you know like i tried you know all kinds of different lures i had some hookup baits i gave some to my son Mm -hmm. i gave some to my dad my dad started catching fish he's like i can't believe i'm catching fish i've met my brother so many times i catch crap you know Mm -hmm. like and it it works i'm I'm gonna tell you that if you want to catch fish use hook-up oh, yeah. I'll tell I mean, you that. They, like they, I agree with you 100%.
0: They are easy to use. Yeah. And, and we hear stories like that over, yeah. I mean, almost daily, and they never get old. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. Love, we love hearing them. Um, but, yeah, they are a simple bait to use. Very and, simple bait and, to and, use, yeah. And it's a thing. People look at it, and it just looks so simple, but it's really not yeah. so simple. There are so many little details that I put into this bait is what makes it do that magic. You know, yeah. That's what makes it get bit, you know. And if and if you don't have a lifetime of fishing, kind of, you know, like I do just lifetime of fishing. I I just didn't fish. Ever since, I mean, for the last 25 years, if yeah. I didn't go fishing and didn't learn something that day, I feel like I, you know, totally fell, yeah. you know. Yeah. And just that studying fish and how they react and what makes them react and what baits work and what is in a bait that makes it work and all that stuff. I just, you know, 25 years of that is what, the spade yeah. is made out of you know so it's just you know a lot of people most people go fishing they go fishing but there's nothing wrong with it <laughs> yeah. it's just the way i'm wired Is just yeah i go fishing to learn something new yes something different something that's gonna give me that edge you know that and i've been doing that since a young age so definitely definitely and that's a the hook of baits is full of those little details that time on the water that right? people yeah. don't see it. time on the water is time everything. on the water yeah yes. so
1: you mentioned like details and stuff in the bait do you have a, like a
0: patent on it or yeah yeah we um, you know once we made the bait um, it's a uh, it started working and it started working even better than I ever imagined mm-hmm. and you know Jojo is you know the, the half manager of hookup bait she's the brains behind it and she's half like half CEO yeah she's <laughs> <laughs> when we met it was a uh, yeah you know, she she came up i can't i i uh, the story behind of hey, it baits went from awesome. she came up to you to i came up to you you <laughs> right I mean, didn't fumble around chad <laughs> like i said i had the story of hookah baits in my head for, yeah. for many years and uh you know i was doing like we we're just talking i was doing the surveillance business mm-hmm. uh, and uh and i started dating dojo she was down here in san diego i was living in riverside and as Elsinore School District was mm-hmm. one of my accounts, and middle summer, changing out cameras on top of a high school, middle nice summer. Nice and hot. 110 <laughs> degrees. Sweating your butt <laughs> off. <laughs> pulling pulling <laughs> through Everything condor. you touch burns you, you know? <laughs> and so, and then straight from Elsinore, I'd drive to San Diego to spend the weekend with her. And, uh, I mean, we went out, you know, country a uh, line dancing. I'd do a lot of that. And uh, so, we were at a country bar, and we just, you know, started talking, and telling her about what a screwed up day I had and how miserable it was and how I'm totally over that career I was done. Yeah. I've been doing since high school. And, and she says, what do you want to do for a living? And what I haven't told her a bit, you know, I was, I was a single guy for a couple of years and I don't take a lot of money to live. And so I was actually researching, trying mm-hmm. to line up being a guide, a full-time guide, like mm-hmm. a trout guide in Montana, mm-hmm. Colorado during the summer and going to Florida, or Mexico to work at resorts as a guide, yeah. full time. That's what I was looking to do. You know, so I told her, oh, "I'm looking to fish for a living." That's basically you know, before I met you, that's what I'm looking to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she says, uh, "Why don't you come to San Diego and become a guide?" I'm like, "Oh, San Diego is kind of a tough gig for that. <laughs> they don't have like resorts like New Mexico and everything else where you could just be part of a resort and be a guide for a resort kind yeah. of they, You know, San Diego, you have to have your own, bot, your own boat, your own guide yeah. license, your own. You know, it's a whole other thing." and try to market yourself. And plus, I didn't know San Diego waters that well enough. Yeah. So that's, that's a hard thing. And then all of a sudden, something just clicked in my head. And I looked her straight in the eyes, and I said, you know what? I can make the best bait that's ever been made, though. And she looks at me, she goes, really? I got, I, I got the ideas in my head. I can make a better lure that's ever been made. Now, did you already have a prototype made
2: by
3: then? No. No
0: prototype, no nothing. You just... just- Just uh, just the design. In my head, I'm going to make the best paint ever. Yeah, the designs and the thought in my head but it was the way he looked at
3: me I mean it was clear it was very assured that he knew he could do this right
2: yeah. in the middle of the electric slide you guys were like hey is that that that's funny, <laughs> <That's> funny. <laughs> oh, oh, so, so almost drinking some natty ice <laughs> yeah a, a moonshine flats in downtown San Diego that's where
0: Hookup Bates was uh, thought of <laughs> mm-hmm. was, was, where I was born and uh, so she goes really and I go yeah yeah, I've had ideas in my head Yeah, if I know what a bait needs to be to work better in anything mm-hmm. and I just never had this chance to make one and she goes huh, well, JoJo's own Jojo owns a, a successful um, financial planning practice and mm-hmm. she's like well my business is kind of on cruise control I got it handled I got some extra time and I love making businesses let's do this I'll handle the business part of it and you make and design your lure and promote it wow hey yeah. You scored, yeah. bro. I was like, she was, like <laughs> she, was, she was already at the top of the list. That just right there. Like,
3: the top yeah. of the list. Yeah. What a jerk. It's amazing how I moved up really quickly.
0: <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and, uh, Ladies,
3: was, I know how to get a man. <laughs> start a <of> business.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give him a green light on his dream. Yeah. that would get him every time. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So I was like, really? And she's like, yeah, let's do it. I'm like, wow. That's awesome. You know? Yeah. Okay. And, uh, at this time I lived in a little studio apartment or like a granny house. I guess mm-hmm. a house behind a, a house and yeah. swing the pool right out the a back mother door. Of it. Wow. Yeah, or yeah, one of those kind <laughs> of pads. It was a perfect bachelor pad. It was yeah. awesome. And um and so on the way home from San Diego I stopped by Walmart and bought a bunch of full out tables and stuff. And I got home and I ordered lead and plastic and melters and molds and I mean and I turned that studio apartment into a or studio. Granny house into a laboratory, yeah, <laughs> you know, and, it yeah. was it. and at this time my business was kind of on the winding down. Like I had in our school district, I just had to take care of. And so I was able to, I just didn't make no sales that month. Just took care of whatever sales uh, service I had to. Yeah. And so I was, you know, eight to 12 hours a day for five days a week for two months straight designing <sighs> hookup baits. you know, uh, pouring different bodies and different cuts of different heads. And the enjoyment plastics, out of that is like. Oh, that was one of the coolest things oh, ever I ever did in my well, life. I
2: made one fluke, and I fished with my buddy John that owns uh, Whackham Bait. Mm-hmm. And uh, we fished it, and I remember getting bit. Me and him were yeah. out, and I remember landing my first bass and being like, oh, my God. Uh, my and bait. then yeah. my son landed a three-pounder on my bait, a yeah. like three-pound sound bass. And it was like, oh, but having the time to do that like oh, as if you're not doing a company it's, it's like consuming for this true, is yeah. all i'm doing is a podcast me and justin <laughs> <laughs> is like we, we're just doing the podcast i love getting making baits but just having the time but oh, i uh, i mean i could appreciate the uh enjoyment of making the bait it's yeah. like well, yeah. man yeah. there's so nothing the, like the that.
3: excitement he would call me during the week and he was so excited <laughs> and it was a totally different voice than i'd heard before so you could just hear, you know, I can't wait to show you this weekend and we'll test it out and, and see if it works. And so he would come for the it's weekend. It's crazy, yeah.
0: I'm sure. Just imagine having an idea of what uh, something needs to be. I was very specific. Oh, I, I, mean, I, I hear you 100%. I, went, I knew what it needed to be and just working and getting closer yeah, and closer definitely. and closer to that thing. You know, it's the whole yeah. thing was the sink. You know, it's, it's if you have a bait that gets bit on the sink, just as good as on the retrieve, every bait in the world gets bit on the retrieve. You know, there's very few that get, get bit, bit on, on the sink. sink. Yeah. You make one that gets bit on both. Yeah, it's gonna. Which makes it
2: your, easy for the average can use person a to you use throw it, it out yeah. and let it sink. And I, I yeah, get, <laughs> yeah, it works, man. Yeah. I, get, I
0: yeah. So, I mean, I spent a lot of time fishing, throwing in a, that swimming pool, you know, and then I had the owner come out and, <laughs> you know, here, cast this in the swimming pool and put a mask on and watch it sink and, you know, there they go. So, <laughs> you got your GoPro under uh, the water uh, looking. At, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then, uh, you know, every weekend I would come down to San Diego with whatever I made that week and me and Jojo would go fishing somewhere and we started catching fish on it. Yeah. And actually I would have her like throw gulp stuff, you know, just to test, okay, you cast this and I'm going to throw my bait. Yeah, of as course. Yeah. Which one's catching more kind yeah. of thing. We did that for months, and it yeah. just kept on getting better and better. And then finally I moved down to San Diego with her. And uh, the house she has had had a basement area. Mm-hmm. And I started in the basement and just started making baits in the basement. And wow. Then started to get better quality and making them better and better. And we've seen how they were catching. I'm like, oh, wow. I mean, holy crap, we got something here. Yeah. This is, this is yeah. working. I knew it was only going to get better as Definitely. we keep making them. And so, you know, I was expressing to Jojo, these are special. Yeah, they definitely. are working. And then she says, okay, well, we need to patent them then. You know, I'm just like most people, you know, like patents only cover so 10%. So how long ago,
2: it, how how far along were you when you wanted to
0: do patent? Maybe a year? Yeah, close to maybe a year. You so. guys were a year into the bait? A year but, into okay. the bait, yeah. yeah. Before, that's when we kind of know. was like, wow. This okay. Is, and we started starting to sell a lot, you know, and stuff. Uh-huh. And and people you know, have the same reaction that we had to them, you know, catching fish. Mm-hmm. And so they like, yeah, we need to get a patent. And I'm like, I don't know if people patent stuff. And she goes, well, we're patenting okay. it. That's just her business way of doing things. And Makes know, sense. Sure, You're like a consultant. You know, Show, you know tell me how that. you found the patent.
3: Well, I mean, you know, you can certainly go online and, and file a patent. It's really uh-huh. easy. Yeah. And seeing the reaction, not just myself, of being someone who only fished live bait. And actually, as this was moving along, Chad's like, okay, you can't fish anything but hookup baits. So I thought, gosh, <laughs> I really like this guy, but um, if I can't fish any more live bait, <laughs> wow. Um, but he's right. I mean, I've never gone back, and mm-hmm. it's so easy um, to fish the bait. So um, I knew that we had something very special, and so I wanted to research. So I'm similar to Al, um, Chad's tournament partner, I research a ton of things. Mm-hmm. So I researched, um, all of the patent law firms in San Diego mm-hmm. and I found one that had a senior partner who was an avid fisherman yes. and also the firm has multiple locations and they do, um, large corporate, uh, patents. So we, you know, put a little box together. We went to the law firm, we walked in we're like, oh my gosh, we can't afford it. this is way too fancy. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the office was just amazing yeah. in, in Del Mar. And so we get there and we're with the senior partner and a couple of associates and Chad has his box and we're very upfront with them and say, you know, we don't, we're pouring everything we have into this company. We can't afford, you know, hours and hours. If you don't think this is really worth something patenting, it's okay. You're not going to hurt our feelings. Just say, you know what? We've seen this before or da da da. I mean, this is something they, they do all the, all the time. Yeah. And when Chad, you know, opened the box and started explaining how it works and that senior partner took that and he said, oh my gosh, you guys, you have a winner. We Mm got to do this. And so from that point, they have uh, filed our design patent, which we have had approved. We have another utility and a design patent pending um, that are probably going to be out here in the next um, couple of months. So we... We have really, you know, put a lot of effort in preserving and Chad's money. designs. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> and <money. laughs> the pens
0: no. are not cheap. Um, no. <laughs> yeah. um,
2: if you don't mind me asking, what is your so? What is the patent of? So there's a couple other yeah. baits that look like yours. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to mention good. names, yeah. but they look exactly like yours, and the patent doesn't seem to bother them much. No. You know. So mm-hmm. what? If you could explain to people what your patent is actually holding, Mm -hmm. that would be really powerful. Yeah, you know, so like if it's holding the swim,
0: if it's holding the head, the hook, what is it actually? It's basically all of that. It's a that we got a everything super strong. The cut, okay, the angles of the cut, the type of cut, Mm -hmm. the type of head, eyeballs under plastic. Um, and then the design and the action wow. of the bait. That's a big patent. Yeah, that's it, a... It's it, it it, a big
3: book. I mean, yeah. I mean yeah. we were surprised when we got back. Yeah,
0: it, I, I went there for like a, a patent, thinking I was going to get a folder back. Yeah. They gave me a, like a catalog of wow. my patent back. Oh, that's <laughs> I mean, crazy. It was, it, that's it, awesome. It's a very strong patent, and... You Know we paid a lot of money for it, and mm-hmm. this is this is our baby. This is, you know, me and JoJo don't have kids together. Hookup Bates is our baby, and we're going to protect it. Definitely, and it's just good business. That's what we do, so
2: definitely. I that's mean, that's a that's really cool. You guys could do that. I mean, that's yeah, I mean, if you make it something you think that's going to work really good, and you know, uh, yeah, you got to protect it. Yeah, we
0: spend it. That's what we've been told by people that we, you know, that do consulting for us that's been in the industry. You know, if you can afford a patent, make it a good one because, yeah. you know, fishing industry copies. That's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the patent so much, I've heard,
2: yeah, you yeah. got to, like, really spend a lot of money to, like, so you, and yeah. you know, fishing people don't want to spend that. Yeah. The companies don't want to spend that. But
3: Well, and, and there's two different patents. There's a design patent and there's a utility patent. Mm-hmm. So the design patent says, does it look, does it feel, does the consumer think it's one and the same? Yes. Okay. If that is any of those, then you have infringed on the design patent. Mm-hmm. The utility patent is how is it made mm-hmm. from start to finish, the tools, the the cuts, the applications, et cetera. So they're and two different. The so did you get that.
2: both patents or one?
3: We have the design patent. We do have the design patent. So the design is, is, patent is, is how you
2: build it? No, the, the, it's the, the look of it the, the
3: look, look of it the look the and then
2: the what's the second patent the utility sorry. patent you, you don't have that yet
3: um, we, we just talked to
2: the lawyer on the way here yeah, this we morning yeah we were okay close so to you're it working it on utility and, and it, design and, and then
3: we filed another design patent okay so to cover other ideas to cover like other I ideas have i have a quick time. question
2: for you have you thought about weedless yet
0: oh yeah,
2: yeah. i've tried to make a weedless one and it didn't work i tried it multiple times I mean just dipping tubes, you know, like making tubes like mm-hmm. anyone else. You know,
0: like there's there's And it's there's,
2: a that if you could find a weedless one, man, you well, hit yeah. that's, oh, that's, that's,
0: that's, that's the future of hookup baits. Yeah. Yeah, you know, once we figure out how to keep up demand <laughs> Um there's been there's every kind of hookup bait you can imagine that I've already designed. There's weedless hookup baits, there's topwater hookup baits, there's man there's Yeah, there's, it's amazing. There's bite there's three the tricolor hookup baits, there's so many different hook baits you, you don't even know that you know? making a hookup bait is a ten-step process. Okay, yeah, and they're very labor-intensive, and that's what makes them do the magic they do. Mm-hmm. And it was just they—they they just aren't poured, and you put a leadhead in, and you're done. Well, I mean, and, and Chad
3: designed the tools that he uses, yeah. And everything so everything's very is unique in yeah. how that design and that shape is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. I mean,
2: yeah. that's that's they're, they're, that's it, man. You, that's, have you,
0: everybody, you know, we have twenty employees now. And every single one of them, you know, half of them are fishermen that used hook-up baits before. And they come in, they see the process, and they go, oh, my gosh. I never had a clue that there's this much into making these baits. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, everyone thinks it's half or even quarter of what it actually is to make a hook-up bait. Definitely.
2: Right? You know, so, like, yeah. uh, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, so, so, with a lot of success, you get a lot of hate. How do you deal with that? I mean— I want to know how you guys handle it because I'm not a spotlight person. No, you only get 20 people listening to this. So,
0: <laughs> but how do you handle? Yeah, uh, it's it's a haters. It's a process, um, and uh, we don't consider them haters. Okay, they're critics. All right, you can't hate a person you've never talked to or met or shook a guy's hand mm-hmm. or know who even, even who they are. You get you know if you meet me and talk to me for a couple minutes and you still hate me okay, hate me. Yeah. But if you've never known me and never talked to me, know nothing about me and hate me, you're, you're a critic. You're not a hater. Yeah. You know, so that's, we look at them as critics because none of them know us. No one, you know, know yeah. who who we are. Yeah, definitely. Um, and you know, <clears throat> we do nothing but positive, you know, it's the, when we started this business, you know, we kind of, you know, we wanted to make hookup baits personal. Um, and it's maybe one of our faults that we did with our business is, you know, most, you know, 90% of the baits out there you use try to get hit of the owner. <laughs> <laughs> There's no owner. Yeah. You have no idea. You're the guy could be the biggest crook in the plant. You're buying his baits. Yeah. But you don't know who he is. Exactly. We made hookup baits personal. You know exactly who the owners yeah. are. You know, we're right there. Mm-hmm. Here we are. We're, we're hookup baits, you know? And, you know, some people are people that consult us through this process and say, no, that's not how you do business. Yeah. Well, that's how we're doing business. It's, you know, we're going to be different. We're going to make us personal. Yeah. And we're going to let people know who Hookup Baits is, you know. So if you're using Hookup Baits and you need help, give me, you know, write me a message. I'll It's me that's helping you, you know. And so part of that is what made a lot of it, some of the haters <clears> come, you know. And after the first year and a half or so, you know, when we started getting more successful and stuff. We started seeing negativity stuff. And, and uh, me and Joe just decided, you know what? we do nothing but positive we know that we do nothing but good for the fishing industry yeah we make a bait that makes that anybody can catch fish on mm-hmm. what, you know and we are huge with cca and all these other people that just support fishing you know sport fishing and in the industry and everything else so people are hating on us for no reason so why do we even have to know about it yeah And uh, so we hired a firm, you know, that's what we're needing anyways, to make our website, you know, Mm -hmm. we used to, you know, doing it ourselves or getting a college kid, you know, that was doing it before, but now it was time to go a little bit more big time. Yeah. So we hired a media, social media firm to Mm -hmm. redo our website and everything else. And part of that was says, make sure we don't see any hate. And, uh, so... Everything that's negative or yeah. mean or hateful that comes across social media, it's uh, blocked and deleted before me and Joe do ever even see it. And that's, that's nice. you
3: know, negative to the company, negative to us personally, to our Hook of Bates family, to our Groms. Yeah. I mean, that is not good for the fishing industry. No, it's just and toxic. So they, and the
2: Groms thing, like, we'll get on that in a minute, yeah. but that's really amazing, like, to do yeah. something with kids like that. like. Some kids could never get on a boat, but we'll, we'll, we'll touch base on that yeah. a little bit. But yeah. if so, you could finish like the hate, you yeah. know, like, and so, I mean, and we it, hear it's super from, cool for you guys to like blow it off. I mean, that's, that's yeah, well, the people, most,
0: I, we, we get people yeah. like you as a, like, how do you deal with that? Yeah. Uh, we don't see it. We, we, yeah. we, if it's negative, we don't have it as part of our life. Yeah. We, we, you know, these our social media people block and delete it before we even see it. So <laughs> Really, they're wasting their time. If they're yeah. trying to get to us, we don't see it.
2: So the reason you get a lot of hate is because of some of the issues of your younger life of what happened. I mean, yeah. oh, uh, everyone's had a life. Sometimes you've made the wrong decisions, mm-hmm. and uh, you made a couple wrong decisions when you're younger, yeah, possibly. Yeah. And then let, yeah. let, let, let's uh, touch base on that and tell us exactly what happened so everyone can hear the truth out of your okay. mouth yeah.
0: on an unbiased place yeah it the uh, you know what happened in my history you know it's a long story so mm-hmm. we'll just do the short version um but um you know I've been fishing and hunting all my life mm-hmm. and then in uh probably my mid 20s I got into bow hunting really heavy um became very good at it um, shop many record book animals. Um, oh. they still hang on you know, I got number one buck in the state. It's still on my wall today. Damn, That's great. And I got the number five buck in the state that still have that one on my wall. Yeah. Today. So, um, did very well with bow hunting, but, uh, and it was mainly because my passion. I mean, I was very passionate and very addicted to big antlers, big bucks. I mean, and you've been was, doing bow hunting how long? Um, I, I did it for about 17 years. The, I, uh, when like did you start? Was, You're like. I was twenty-two, twenty-three. Great. Yeah. I started into it pretty, you know, I've always, my, you know, my, my stepdad was a fisherman. My real dad was a hunter. Mm-hmm. So ever since I was young, I'd be quell and dove hunting and rifle hunting with my, yeah. my, my real dad. Um, but one of my fishing buddies through high school, he went up and visited his uncle in Reading, came home with a bow. And I'm like, oh, that thing's cool. <laughs> yeah. let's shoot each other. <laughs> yeah. We, and so we started bow hunting and it, <laughs> we got really into it, just addicted yeah. to it and started shooting animals. And just and then after about 10 years of bow hunting, it just, mm-hmm. you know, I just got good at it. I can, you know, go hunt and you know, fill a tag at will. And so I started trophy hunting and just, I only shot bucks that were bigger than the year before. You well, know, then when you shoot number one in the state, you know, it's like, oh, you know, and, and you know, it, it's, it, you know, you start pushing the boundaries. And what year did
2: you shoot number one? Oh,
0: shoot. I don't even know what it was. It was, well, when I got in trouble was 11 years ago. And okay. It was probably two or three years before that. So, okay, so 14. Yeah. 14 years ago okay. or so. And, you know, it, it's number one. There's three different species of deer in California. Mm-hmm. You got blacktails, mule deer, and the Pacific hybrids. Mm-hmm. Pacific hybrids is the deer that live in our area from San Francisco to uh, Mexico yeah and that's the number one and that species of deer is what i had number one and number five and and um so once i got the number one that deer i wanted to shoot a number one of mill deer and um you know i already i think i had one that was like number 10 or 15 mill deer in the books um so i wanted to see if I can get a number one pacific hybrid and number one mill deer yeah and um uh, for years, and I was shooting some nice deer and stuff, and then uh, just pu- pushing the boundaries, looking for that bigger buck. Um, we packed in one day at you know the opening of uh, deer season mm-hmm. up at the up in the Sierras X12, which is Bridgeport from Mammoth yes. to Bridgeport area, uh-huh. um, Virginia Lakes, you know Virginia Lakes by Bridgeport. We hit the trailhead right there, mm-hmm. went up into the mountains, and we basically lived up there for seven days with what we can pack in on our back. I mean, yeah. like this hardcore hunting is. You know, living for seven days in the mountains, just what you can live on, that you can carry on back. That's what this trip was. And, uh, you know, I don't know, most people know, the top of the Sierra Nevada Mountains, one side is Yosemite Wilderness, one side's Mono County. And that's pretty
2: much the MLPA. Well, that's the MLP of the I mean, hunting. Of the world, world, hunting. Now, I guess if you, you could want to say talk it that about way. compared <laughs> to fishing, to you yeah. know, that's the the boundary line. Yeah. And it's hey, a, you can't count yeah. here. You can you
0: mm. know, you got Yosemite Park, which is Yosemite Park, uh-huh. but then you have Yosemite Wilderness, uh-huh. which is what yeah. You, you kind of said it perfectly. Yeah. it's, a, it's yeah. an of <laughs> um, The mountains, um, you know, and then throughout the week we're hunting both sides of the mountains. We're above timberline, eleven thousand feet, and you mm-hmm. know, I end up shooting a really nice deer, and and uh, you know, then got in trouble for it and broke the law. That's basically what it comes down to. And, and, uh, you know, and it got publicized and, you know, I got in a lot of trouble and, you know, Hey, I'm sorry for what I did. It was a bad decision. a big, my big mistake of my life. Um, and you know, I paid the price, all fines and everything else was paid yeah. long ago. And, you know, it's a, it was a mistake and I'm deeply sorry that I did. Yeah, you know, I lost my right to go bow hunting. Bow hunting, that's my passion. So you, you, know, so so. you can't bow yeah. hunt anymore? No, no that, that was, like three years ago, I can start bow hunting. How
2: now. long did they take it away from you, if you don't mind For her,
0: uh, 10 years, they took Oh, fuck, well, man. They took it for five years anywhere in the country, how, 10 years how in how California. How long do
2: they bust you if you get caught from LPA? I don't even know. I'm just wondering, because <laughs> I'm know, wondering I what did. the fine would be if I got caught say if I wanted to float into the MLPA and caught... Would it be like a thousand dollar fine, and I can never fish for ten years? Well, see, years, what I know? don't,
0: I don't know because up there, how it happened is because it was government land. Uh huh. So I got charges of government and and then regular charges, regular fishing game. Oh, charges, so you got double. And then government charges, so it's, it's, it's kind of double. I don't know if they do the MLPAs the same yeah, way. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Laguna, uh, it's kinda but, weird, but but I think it's really
2: cool that for you to come on here and talk about it, and yeah. we appreciate it, well, like it, me and Justin, it's, like it's super cool, man, to like. You get hate and you did something when you were younger, man, and it happened and there's nothing you can really do about it yeah, and you're trying make, to move forward. We all make all
0: mistakes. Right. That was mine. Um and you know, it's it was a big mistake. Yeah, I paid for it, you know, and uh and uh you know, and it really actually is they didn't take my fishing rights, you know. It's uh they took the hunting but I was still able to fish. I went to hundred percent fishing after that and that's you know, what brought me to where I am today. Great. And uh and you know it's just you know I got in trouble and you know is trying, trying to move That's forward and move forward and then yeah. when we became hookah baits and hookah baits started being successful we kind of took hookah baits in the path we did of giving back and getting kids into it and you know, so much we do for conservation of fishing and for the sport of sport fishing with CCA and we part of uh-huh. the um, tagging programs and broodstock programs with CCA and, and that kind of stuff. And then just giving back to veterans, getting veterans on the water and kids yeah. on the water. All that is my way of giving back for the mistake I made 11 years ago. I
2: so, get it, yeah.
3: And that, and that says a lot about who Chad is. Yeah. I mean, I would have never, though I – Thought he was really cute, and I liked. Well, you're number
2: four <laughs> compared to number one, right?
3: <laughs> well, I moved on. You moved
2: up the list yeah. after you wanted to start a couple. Um,
3: you know, and I liked his line <laughs> dancing and, and all of the and his smile. Um, you know, Chad was nothing but upfront with me about what he did in his past, and mm-hmm. that was way before I ever met him. And you know, yes, I saw the 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 gleam in his eye of being so excited about this bait.
2: Yeah.
3: But he didn't have to. I mean, we were fairly new and going out. He didn't have to tell me about this, but he was completely upfront about it. And he said, you know, I made a terrible mistake and I'm sorry. And I want to do this, not just because I believe in the bait I can make, but I want to make up for this. I mean, that was three and a half years ago. He said this and he's done that every day getting up.
2: Which is, which brings us to the gram of the month. That's, that's, that's for me, that's like super, super cool, man. Yeah, like was, to take some kids that can't uh, fish on big boats. Yeah. Maybe they flip docks all day long, mm-hmm. and to and take them out to exactly get slammed, slammed by, you know. That's so let's a,
0: talk about that. A, you know, it's uh, after you. Know, it never gets old seeing people catching fish on hookup <laughs> anyone, baits, but even catching. even more so with kids. Yeah, nice seen kids catching their PB yeah. halibut, PB yeah. bass, yeah. and everything else on hookup baits, and they're so excited to show me and tell me about it and stuff. I'm like. After so many of these, I'm like, I need to do something for these kids. They give me so much joy in showing me what they catch on my baits. I need to do something for them. And I just woke up one morning and I was like, grandma of the month, I'm going to take a kid fishing every month actually not even a kid fishing, a kid and as many of his buddies as I can fit on my boat comfortably. Man, that's awesome. Every month. So
2: when they win grandma the month, they get to bring a
0: couple friends with them. They yeah, up to five people, you know, mm. me, so they bring four people. What if people dad wants? What if my oh, kid they, Absolutely. Can I the dads, <laughs> the, the dads <laughs> are just as stoked as the kids most of the time.
2: That's yeah. it. I'm three. I have three chances to push my kids on. Me. Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> so yeah, all they need to do is make a post. They don't even need to have to catch a fish. Just show that they're out fishing. That's one thing. Make sure we get kids out fishing. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. They're not sitting on their phone, <laughs> video, games, you know, no Instagram, no Instagramming and all that stuff, or game, playing games. They, just to show that they're out actually fishing. Yeah. yeah. And in their post, do hashtag Grandma the month. That's all they need cool. to do. So at the end of the month, I just you know search Grandma of the month, and I write those kids down on a list. You know, and they only get one entry per month. Then you do a random, and app. then I put them in a bucket and draw the name. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg.
1: Learn more at marines dot com.
0: And uh, that kid, you know, gets to go fishing with me. Yeah, you know, for full sun up to sundown, unlimited amount of baits supplied. Jojo makes the most amazing lunches ever. And uh, yeah, and then uh, we fish. <laughs> Zero charge. Just the best day of fishing. My whole thats goal. a
2: really big way to get back. I'll, I'll oh, give yeah. you that. I mean, that's, that's... Uh,
0: today. Today, just this year, since January, we have eighteen kids and eight dads. So far, we took out fishing. Wow, that's with cool. this program, so. I mean, that's pretty awesome. And the majority of them has caught in their PB, Calico sand bass, spotted bass. So that's my whole goal is get their three PBs, you know, every time (laughs) I take them out. So, yeah, it's it's been pretty awesome. And just watching the stoke on their face when they're catching these fish and having the best day of fishing of their life is just – that's – I tell Jojo every every month, that's my best day of fishing, every month. Yeah. That day.
3: And I can't wait for, you know, when he comes home, I can hardly wait to hear what they caught and see the pictures and, and also to see Chad so excited. I mean, yeah. um, and, and that's every day he goes fishing, but especially when he's taking these young kids out.
2: And that's what we kind of want to make it all about is, is kids and family. I mean, we have people on and talk to guests about, you know, their mess ups. Fun, being idiots. Being a real person, you know? And I think it's super cool that you do that. Like, that's one thing that me and Justin
0: both think. Yeah, we've gotten a lot of accolades from people. Yeah, definitely. People in the industry for what we do with the Grom program, you know? And we've had companies jump on, Fishworks. You know, not only do they get a day of fishing with me, when they just show up, they get a gift bag of... A Fishwork shirt, a Fishwork hat, yeah. Dink Squad buff. Yeah, good know, old. Uh,
2: What's up, Whackham Fishing?
0: Yeah, whack yeah, yeah. Fish. yeah. There they, you go, my boy. They, yeah, they, they, they contributed to the Grom program, and then uh, you know, went to Angler's an clothing, did some shirts. You know, oh, angler? Um, is it, Temeca, angler is it?
2: They're out of Temec. Angler, Angler Fishing.
0: Yeah, they're down by us. Yeah, Angler's clothing. Yeah, they're dude, super cool guys again. Yeah. 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 yeah, they did some shirts for a while. It just is. It, it got real hard to figure out what size shirts we need and stuff hard like here, that yeah. so that, that kind uh, of, we do the same thing it, here. It, it's <laughs> hard shirts are hard because the sizes are all different and everything else Puffs yeah. are easy yeah you know? so that's when uh when uh when he contacted me i said anything but shirts <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and he said oh we can do buffs I'm like perfect yeah he's got yeah. some if you guys want to
2: get some good buffs John from Dinks well, has yeah. some yeah.
0: real nice ones and then uh, and then who else did... oh on uh, fish grunts. yes yeah oh. they did they did uh, shirts for a while too Great, So, but they you know they gave us those fish holders and stuff like yeah. I got a couple of those on my boat so yeah. the kids you know yeah. so it's funny you try to get them used to that and they're like no I want to tear my thumb up and I'm like why you want to tear your thing? Oh, it's cool to have a torn hey, yeah. up thumb. Okay, That's whatever, what a, whatever. You should have boat, seen <laughs>
2: hey, my con, my son caught that big sand bass. I'm like, you better lip that fucking thing, and he's like, no, it hurts. I'm like, I don't care. I want a picture of you, and he's holding it all funny, like it doesn't look cool because it hurts him so bad. And I'm like, I don't care. You're 14 years old. You're holding that fish. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you
0: learn after a while. You catch bass. You know, you gotta get that. Yeah, four you times gotta a week. Get You learn it, yeah. not to lip them too much. Actually. <laughs> You want to use your fingers, yeah. <laughs> Especially
2: spotties, man. They'll cut you. up. <laughs>
0: oh, <yeah. laughs> but yeah, I mean, so I mean, we, we, you know, we'd love to have more people jump on. We welcome anyone that want to be part of the grand program. And the more we can give these kids when they get chosen, chosen grandma the month, the better, you know. So, well, uh, and it's
3: also nice to you know get emails from parents of what this means to the kids oh, yeah. and and grandparents and yeah, knowing that, that, is that a cool thing. what we're doing is make an impact for just not. The Grom, but also their family yeah. and their yeah. friends, and you know they're bringing a friend with them, and so that's kind of cool that they get to select the friend or friends or the dad that comes along. So yeah. you know, it's, it's the letters a real... from
0: the relatives on just seeing how excited and hearing about you know the kid oh, telling his gosh. grandpa or grandma about his trip. <laughs> yeah. You know, then the are you even the being grandparents there when when through. that
2: boy catches
0: yeah. his PB with his yeah. dad. Yeah. Oh yeah, how much more can you oh, ask it, for? It, you it. It's, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So I mean that 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 program you know and it, it's it kind of sucks these people that don't like hookup baits for a reason some reason or another started picking on the groms you know that's oh, kind of that's, that's that's, yeah, that's not a, cool if like, you guys really? do that go fuck off <laughs> right Don't don't pick on the kids
2: dude <laughs> yeah. really yeah, so if that you want to hate cool. someone whatever you know like chad's an adult he'll take it <laughs> yeah right i mean but if the kids see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but hey yeah but the kids yeah mean, leave the kids alone <laughs> yeah <laughs> so. yeah definitely
1: so you uh you did your first uh, tournament, right, recently?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, um, uh, The hookah baits tournament. Yeah. That was um, <laughs> that was really cool. How that, you know, we've been being asked by hookah bait supporters, you know, you know, we need to do a hookah bait tournament, hookah bait tournament. Yeah. We're kind of like, oh, well, it's a lot of work and this kind of, you know. We've been being asked by just supporters to do it for a while, but then one of our sponsors, Mossy Nissan of El Cajon, mm-hmm. uh, sponsored us for our tournament fishing, and they asked us to do a tournament. Yeah. And, uh, you know, then they offered a bunch of money for prize money and doing the shirts and everything else. And we're like, oh, perfect. Yeah. Well, I, I guess know. it's time to do a tournament. <laughs> and, That's uh, awesome. and uh, you know, and we threw the whole thing together real quick. You in, know, we needed about
3: four or five weeks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. We, with the San Diego Anglers, you know, we were very tight with San Diego Anglers. Um, they're our home club. You know, we're also members of San Diego Rod and Reel. But San Diego Anglers, that was the biggest Spotted Bay Bass tournament. Yeah. Or not a spot, but Bay tournament in California california or right at the east coast but west coast i mean you know so they know about putting tournaments on they do a lot of tournaments so they helped us a lot with scheduling and putting it together and all the things you need to yeah, know. We,
3: we could have not done it without jerry's support jerry we had i mean work. jerry but may
0: who helped us some um, and norm campbell
3: we had a phenomenal group because we have never done this before yeah, yeah. we wanted to do it right and the most important thing is we wanted to have fun. Yeah.
0: You know, definitely. just just
3: come out and have fun. And
0: the biggest thing what made it so hard is we wanted to do include everybody. Yeah.
2: How many did, – did you guys talk about it? I'm sorry. I went to the yeah. bathroom, guys. <laughs> <laughs> did you, how many um, contestants? So, like, uh, shore, boat.
0: Yeah. Did you guys well, talk the, about that? That's the thing. We had, to, we had shore anglers. We had rock and dock, basically shore and docks. Then we had kayak and float tube, paddle board. Mm-hmm. And then we had boat division. You motorized okay. boat division. And
2: how many in each – do you remember how many you had in each well, division?
0: Well, we, you know, when we talked to, you know, like we said, we put the word out, we're going to do a hookup bait yeah. tournament to people in the industry. And all of a sudden, we just got helped by everybody. It was, I mean, it was very cool to how much people helped us with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And first thing they said, you got way too many divisions. And we're like, but we need to include everybody. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is what we're about. We include yeah. everybody. And they're like, okay, well, you know, let's just give it a go. You know, and we did, yeah. what was it, 12 and under? Yes. and then teenagers and then we did adults then with the three different you know fishing style mm-hmm. people and um, that was the hardest part setting all that up but um, and so we, because it was our first one in our time limit they said alright you need to give it a shut off where mm-hmm. you get this many people joined and you need to turn it off and that was 100 anglers Um, and then so we put it out there and it within what two and a half weeks three weeks um, we,
3: about a week and a half
0: yeah, yeah. We, we hit Hundred anglers. Wow! But it was most of them were in boats, the motorized really? boats. Yeah, so the, the of motorized them. boat division just filled up, you know. And, and we did it as a, up to four man team yes. on boat. Yes. So you know, a lot of the boats had three and four guys. Mm-hmm. So that ate up a lot of the anglers. Yeah. Like shoot. Well, now there's only you know ten in the kayak, and there's only five on shore. And so we closed it. But when people messaged us, what division are you looking to do? Oh, kayak or shore. You know, so we let more people in that were fishing the divisions that didn't fill up so yeah. fast. You know, kind but of sure. Thing. And, and kids, kids were unlimited. Yeah, if you're as many kids that wanted to come, if you're under twelve, if you're a sem, no, under, under 17, 17. seventeen and under seventeen was unlimited. under, wow, yeah, so, they can sign up the day of. Anyway, that's yeah. the thing. We want to make sure as many kids as possible could fish this tournament so kids yeah. were unlimited. just we limited it to a hundred adult anglers so How, what was
2: the prizes for the pump <laughs> of that one?
0: Uh, shimano came through big time Ooh, oh, we man, some
2: tracks is out there or no? <laughs> i don't know i'll
0: spinning you know that's the shimano has me on there <laughs> yeah. with them is for their spinning stuff <laughs> you know that's what i promote is the spinning stuff so <laughs> they gave us three terramar west coast rods Ooh. the same rods i my number one rod i use every every uh, week they gave me three of those, and then uh, they gave me one Saragossa, five thousand, it's a three hundred nice, something dollar reel, man, yeah. and then just one step down from those the Sar- 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 Saros, Saros or something like that. You know, they're funny yeah. names they yeah. give. But he gave me two five thousand. They're just one step down from the Saragosa. I mean, so each one of these setups are you know three hundred to five hundred bucks. They gave us those, and then they gave us visors and hats and shirts and wow, cool. you know, fishing and then, gear and <clears throat> dana landy gave dana us um gave us so great
3: much. um dana landy and he's he's um county bait and tackle gave us mm-hmm. gift, cards. gift cards and i mean money. we great. each each raffle prize the average was about 250 to 350 wow. per raffle oh, prize. Cool. And that's not counting the polls and so forth. So, uh, I mean, sponsors just absolutely stepped to the plate. Yeah. And plus, Massey
0: Nissan, like I said, they offered cash money. Yeah, it
3: was guaranteed cash money no matter what you were going to win. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and that's unheard of. Yeah, and that yeah. was really important to Massey Nissan El Cajon. Our
0: good friend, Norm Campbell, you know, which is really known down in the San Diego yeah. area, he went around to all the tackle stops, said, "Here, we're doing hook-up baits, you know, and part of the proceeds go to cca that's the other thing well, As you know we didn't want to make a dime off of this no, tournament. Yeah, I hear you. we did it for our supporters yeah. you know mm-hmm. and for the kids so we didn't want to make a dime so we did all proceeds go to cca california and uh warriors on the water so wow. um and uh, so you know norm which is part of cca say hey we're having this hookup baits tournament whether you like them or not it's they're doing this tournament and his proceeds are going to cca and, yeah and so all these tackle shops just gave all kinds of stuff so i mean nice. the raffle nice, was huge man. the prizes were huge
3: well even in and the live the... video um having kids is very important to norm in the in term mm-hmm. as well he offered any child or any grom 17 and younger that did not have the money which was 20 dollars, and then 20 dollars for the jackpot if he yeah. didn't have the money
2: he'd pay for you he'd pay oh, for you cool. amazing guy man
3: that's yeah. that's yeah. super norm cool awesome yeah yeah, yeah.
0: but yeah. Then, then cca wayne coto with cca he's a dear friend of ours and uh you know they helped a lot they did all the mcn and the setup you know they do events constantly so
3: and tarantino sausage i don't yeah. know if you ever had them at costco great great um family-based company uh-huh. and they stepped to the plate and donated all of the italian sausages and breakfast sausage. oh you guys and had
2: like some oh we
0: had a yeah, big you know, bar there's Huge all the food lunch. you can ever eat yeah. 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 It's, yeah it turned into a really big deal it pulled off, cool. and pulled off in a time limit we had was just Mm-hmm. you know' yeah, it's, it's well, just it
3: just makes you feel good that the purpose of this was to give back, and there were so many people that stepped the plate without hesitation of i 'm here, what do you need? You need shirts? you need hats, yeah. you know what is it that we can give um, to get more money for these two great organizations yeah, and that 's just what melted our hearts is how many people stepped to the plate. Even when we didn't ask, they were there calling us, saying, "Hey, we heard about the tournament. Is it too late to get in? Yeah. What can we do?" Yeah, that's totally. Cool. Getting,
0: we could have had two hundred acres easily, wow. and hopefully that's what we can open it up to next. So you're trying plan. to do
2: something different next year, or something else coming up? Well, we just
0: we'll have more time to plan it.
2: Yes, so. yeah, let's let's do that. Are you going to do one
0: just one a year? Yeah um yeah <laughs> hey that, that, the no, boss answered well, before yes. you did like, right, after, right, after, right after that tournament the people hit me up for doing another type of tournament i forgot what it was but you know it made me think Oh, maybe we should do that oh mm-hmm. uh, it was a toy drive that's what it was mm-hmm. so they hit me up to doing a toy drive That soon though that's another month yeah right after this tournament i'm like oh it's too much yeah. yeah yeah so
2: so if we talk about your bait there's a couple people. A lot of a lot of people have questions about replacement bodies, mm-hmm. so we'll we'll talk about that one first. Is there why don't you think yeah, you can make that's a replacement? Part of the biggest body?
0: request we have is you know the replacement bodies, um, and it's you know we know that it would be good business for us to make replacement bodies. We would make money at it, but you know yeah we can sell the replacement body and make money, mm-hmm. but it's not going to get bit like a finished hookup bait. And Mm -hmm. that's, you know, you hear anybody talk about hookup baits. Oh, hookup baits get bit, but it's this hookup baits get bit, but that's the first thing they always say. Yeah. They get bit, but, but (laughs) that they get bit is what's most important to us. And that's what makes hookup baits. What it is is yeah, they get bit, they get bit. And part of that replacement body, if we do replacement bodies, it's, it skips three steps of what makes that bit yeah. bait get okay. a bit. You know what I mean? This yeah. one you put the baits together. It's not finished. There's three more steps after putting that lead head in that bait. Yeah. to make it do what it does. So, you would either we put the baits together, do those three steps and then take them back apart, which would make too much labor.
2: So, you're, the bait you, would be the so same so cost as hard. a finished bait.
0: And it's too hard for people to and they, then,
1: they, they're well, going to put it back and be like, out your yeah, yeah.
0: You know, but yeah. then, then also loading, you know, people say, what's so hard about putting a lead head in a bait? Well, if that lead head isn't put in the right way, I mean, there's the alignment of it, the, how far it goes in all yeah. that stuff. Is it's not done right? It's just like a swim bait. If you put a swim hey. bait on a lead head wrong, it don't get yeah, bit. Yeah. You I'm put not. a hookup bait on a lead head wrong. It's not going to get bit. I mean, that's, and so it's mainly it's, we don't do it because, you know, we, we want people to buy new baits or whatever. Yeah. We would make money off of yeah selling replacement bait baits. Yeah, but they won't get bit. It's a, it's an unfinished. Do you feel product. like it
2: degrades the quality of the the company? Like the standard you want to keep?
0: Exactly. That's what exactly what. It would so be. okay, if you sell replacement two bait, you know that's like a hook a bait. It's a, it's an unfinished bait. I get is it. what You're gonna and sell.
2: I, I get if if you don't like to me. It's like if you don't want to. Pay for something, don't buy it. If you do like it, I mean they get bit, I'll give you that. You know, know like a hundred percent, man. Yeah. But other anglers might say, Hey, these hooks suck Are these hooks yeah. and that so came, th- let's that let's that came about from that.
0: early on. Yeah, it's still when we're developing the baits, mm-hmm. you know. When I first started making the baits, I was, you know, keeping cheap, just buying whatever hook I can buy, buying eagle claws and the cheaper mustads, you know, yeah. whatever I can get my hands on. Um, and then uh you know, then once we noticed we had something, we had a quality bait, it needs a quality hook. Yeah. You know, so I looked at, you know, Gamagatsu, Mustad, and Owner. And we contacted those three companies, you know, say, you know, what give us prices on baits. Yeah. Owner came back with the best service. They came back the quickest. And so we went with owners. You know, all quality hooks are all quality. I mean, you go with the three big, you know, Gamagatsu, yeah. Mustad and Owner, all quality hooks. They're all pretty much gonna perform the same. But they had the best customer service. So we went with owner hooks. And that was Does a the lead
2: head get poured in house too with yeah, the Yeah, we owner pour hook? our own lead too.
0: Yeah. So um the only thing we buy is, you know, the eyeballs. We buy Fast from someone else, yeah. so there's eyeballs, and then we buy the hooks from you know from owners, straight from owners. And uh so we went with owner hooks. When I first started pouring <sighs> some of the smaller baits, you know, the trout baits, the obviously every the of baits started with the trout baits. Yeah. And then it went to the medium sized baits, mm-hmm. then it started going to the big baits. And so when I started making those bigger baits, I used the same hook, which is the fine wire hook for the trout baits. Yeah. They make them up to like 2-odd or 3-odd. Mm-hmm. So I use the same fine wire hooks for the mediums and the largest. you know, at first. Yeah. And once I, you know, probably for, you know, we made, you know, thousands with that fine wire hook. And then once I've noticed that, you know, people will either complain or I noticed, breaking you know, I said breaking and they're bending. I, oh well, shoot! We need bigger hooks. Mm-hmm. So I went up to the, the one-time strong hook on the on the meat on the large hook on the large baits, the five eighths and three eighths, and then um, then it's still the fine wire on the mediums. And then noticed people, you know, hooking big halibut on the mediums and stuff and yeah, things and stuff. And so that I up the hook on the quarter ounce. that yeah. like we use to one uh, one-time strong, and then still had people having problems with. The one time strong on the five eggs and straight out. So then I jumped it up to the two times strong, mm-hmm. you know. And they're they're now that's the strongest hook that owner makes, and that size is two times strong. The big game baits are three times strong. That's the strongest hook that and owner that makes. How heavy is that? It, well, the, the, More the, the well, heavy is lead head. Well, that's the the one ounce and the one and a okay. half are half the three times strong hooks, um, and. Uh, you can't bend those hooks. <laughs> They're not really hooked. You know, it's a, You're it's like, a, I've tried them. <laughs> and really, even from the fishing, from the beginning, the light hooks, all the way through, I've I've lost one big calico in the kelp that wrapped me in kelp, and the hook broke. And then I had about a 50-pound bluefin on that a last uh, gaff on a 5-8 jig. That one was a one-time strong hook. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was actually the fish that maybe go up to the two times. Yeah. I've only lost two fish because of the hook. Wow. And all the other hooks that I have ever bent or broke are because you're snagged. Yeah. You know, the uh, different pressure gets, you know, when you're snagged on a rock or something, the pressure is on the tip of the hook. that gives it leverage. It snaps or breaks. Mm-hmm. Well, most likely you're going to snap that bait off anyway if you're snapping the hook on a snag. Yeah. So at least you got the bait back. You can use it a replacement skirt or something. Um, But as a fish, it hooks the, when you hook a fish, it's the pressure's on the barb or in the bend of the, the hook. Yeah. You know, it's on the bend end. where it's supposed to yeah. be in the bend. You don't bend hooks yeah. on fish yeah. unless it's hooked right in the bone. Yeah. And it's not in all the pressures <laughs> on the tip, you know, and if it's where, if it's that guy in pressure, it's probably not past the barb anyway. Yeah, definitely. You're probably yeah. going to end up losing the fish one yeah. way or another anyway. You know, so it, it's, the problems with hooks have been resolved over two years ago. There is no problem with the hooks. I, I fish these baits uh 300 65 days a year, <laughs> you know, and it's only that uh, honest to God, since we started hookup baits, I have not tied a different thing on my, any rod, no matter where we wow. went since I've used exclusively freshwater, saltwater, Florida, British Columbia, <clears throat> Columbia, Cabo hookup baits. This is the only thing that I've been tied on. And it's, and I have not had problems with hooks over the last two years. So the hooks, that's, the, that's the hooks, good to hear the hooks. is not an issue. Don't <clears throat> believe it there's no issue and owner makes great hooks. So, (laughs) so
2: on your gear, you brought some gear today
0: and we filmed it. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about what you brought. Um, yeah, it's just a, my, our typical setups, um, braided line to fluorocarbon is a a staple. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, these baits get bit because the fish think it's a live bait. You know, it's, it's not a reaction bait. Mm -hmm. It's nothing like that. The, the, Action of the bait and the look of the bait is very natural, and so they they're eating it because it's a live thing. They think it's uh-huh. you know, the red crab is a red crab. They think the, <laughs> the bait fish, you know, all the yeah. bait fish ones, are bait fish. They're eating it because they think it's alive, to the real yeah. thing. So it's very important to fish them like the real thing with fluorocarbon line as mm-hmm. light as you can kind of get away with, um, and and let the bait do its thing. You know, yeah. so so everything we fish is on you know, with bays, we fish 20 pound braid, mm-hmm. uh, power pro super slick is the best braid I've found. Um, and bright, it's all line watching. A lot of mm-hmm. line watching. <laughs> if you learn a line watch. You're gonna yeah. catch, that's our whole slogan. Don't blink on the sink. Yeah. You're watching that line yeah. and don't blink. You gotta, you, once you see that tick on that line, you yeah. set the hook, you're going to hook that fish every time. You know? <laughs> so that, that's the whole blink on this. Don't blink on the sink yeah, thing. Definitely. So bright, that bright, uh, i yellow power pro super slick. Um, like I said, bays twenty pound. Mm-hmm. Our normal bass and yellowtail stuff is thirty pound. Then my heavy structure, you know, bigger fish, fifty pound. That's all you really need. Three rods. I when I go on a That's boat, nice. yeah. I bring three rods. I bring a small, medium, large. 20, 30, 50. Great. And then a twenty of the leader in the bays, I fish twenty to 12 mm-hmm. you know floral leader definitely and then uh you know I don't go, ever go lower than 12 I mean just last weekend I was killing them on 25 <laughs> in, in San Diego Bay so I don't yeah. really think if you're using fluorocarbon as long as and that's the whole thing I've noticed a fluorocarbon you got to keep it clean yeah the fluorocarbon does yeah. work I mean yeah. that the, the whole invisible thing of all that yep. it does work we've tested it on our double rigs yeah you know regular Regular mono and fluorocarbon. Fluorocarbon does get bit more. It yeah. does that. What it says it does. The invisible thing. It works. But once that line starts getting scuffed up, that it turns into mono. Yeah, yeah you got to keep it clean. Yeah, they That's can the see whole it. Thing. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, when you use them clean fluorocarbon, I catching spotty's on twenty five, and it didn't seem to matter. Wow. You know. So,
2: and then another question. This might help people out that fish hookup up bait is explain the double rig because some yeah it's like a donkey rig but you're using yeah, a, uh,
0: a yeah. kind of different swivel yeah it, it is a donkey rig um but uh it's uh i played you know, once i started doing the double rig and you know that was a whole you know calico bass fishing everybody's done it. you really a calico and you got five chasing it and usually the five chasing it are yep. bigger than the one you're catching and i'm like oh man if i just had another bait there you know and then also it's you know part of what happens with a hookup bait, especially when they're calico fishing, when they're Mm -hmm. following like that. Yeah, I've watched it happen many times where, you know, you got the bass following them. So you stop reeling and you try to see what these bass are doing. And they're taking that bait out of that fish's mouth. (laughs) And I've watched it happen right in front of my eyes three times Yeah, where that bait's sitting on the edge of that, in the corner of that fish's mouth and the other bass bites it and pulls the skirt right off the head. So when you catch a, a bass yeah, and it just has the lead head, that's that bait didn't happen that 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 body of that bait didn't disappear by that yeah fish that you're catching it was from another bass trying to pull that trying to steal that bait (laughs) out of them they pulled the the skirt right off the bait yeah i watched it happen many times and so i was like you know so i was like i need to put a different bait there i'll catch both those bass you know and catch two instead of one and so i started playing with all these different ways to fish two baits and Mm -hmm. um Actually, it was Greg Silks, um, great fisherman. I watched him doing a demonstration on a bass tank up at a Paris, uh, sportsman event we did uh-huh. and the way he tied it and stuff. And so we did it that way. And it was just the bait, you know, it worked we started catching two at a time, but it was with no, with no swivel and stuff. So uh-huh. the baits would twist along. So I started buying three way swivels and that swivel that slides up and down the line and all that kind of stuff. I played with every way possible mm-hmm. of doing two baits there is. And, uh, and then I came across owner swivels, which just happens to be, we're already dealers with yeah. owners. It just, it yeah. just worked out awesome. They, they made the best swivel there is. Yeah. I mean, it's very, I, you know, I'll find some other swivels. Well, it's two uh, barrel swivels kind of put together. Yeah. yeah. I kept yeah. having those break, you know, those worked okay too, but they kept breaking because the angle that the, when you get two fish on. on the other side yeah, it bends yeah. one swivel down and yeah. ends up breaking it a break in it. So unless you use like a big, huge one, like 150 pound one, yeah, they, I kept having them break. But these owner swivels are just designed really well. They had this little triangle thing mm-hmm. in the middle and then three, you know, ball bearing type swivels. and kept it unwrapped. And they spun really good. And I haven't had yet had one break. So um, it just, yeah. So that the whole magic is, is that owner swivel. Are, are
2: you tying different lines on each side of the swivel or is that?
0: Um, I, I typically do. Our typical setup is 40 pound above it. And that's one thing I, I played with. <clears throat> Uh, if you do straight braid to the swivel you'll get tangled up more than mm-hmm. if you tie a fluorocarbon or a mono leader above the swivel it keeps everything stiff and everything lined out Yeah, you're lined up so it doesn't tangle so I do 40 pound fluoro above it and it's usually if like, I'm using a rod and you know, you're short, you're like, your leader gets shorter throughout the day and you only and need course. a foot to three yeah. foot you know I start with eight foot by the <laughs> end of the day you've got two or three feet of uh, leader yeah. I just use that leader yeah. above my swivel and uh, then I do two 25 pound liters off the okay. bottom of that. And the main thing is they have to be different lengths, you know, because these baits are zigzagging and swimming around each other, you know, the whole how these baits sink. They're just
2: like a donkey, right? Kind of like, yeah, like on a sink.
0: Yeah. I yeah. They'll it. they'll sink and they'll swim around and look like two fish just chasing each other around and stuff. I mean, it's very cool, very natural. <clears throat> it gets a hit on the it's drop. Cool looking, yeah. But then when you start reeling it and giving it, you know, popping it, they, you know, zigzag back and forth, you know, crossing. So you got to have the leader lengths two different lengths, mm-hmm. you know, usually about, Four to six inches yeah. different, So they're not crashing into each other because they'll end up hooking each other almost every time if you don't have them spaced apart. Yeah, so definitely. As long as you're using an owner swivel and two different length leaders, mm-hmm. it's tangle free and you'll catch two bass mm-hmm. just as often as you catch one bass. But then also, what that double rig, what I've learned is when you fish rockfish, you know, these hookup baits absolutely destroy rockfish. <laughs> it is just, I mean, they catch bass. They catch yeah, rockfish yeah. just as good. Um so we've been doing a lot of shallow water rockfishing you know, And uh, what what do you uh, suggest for that? Uh two one and a half. So okay. you're at three ounces, and it actually it does make a difference. You do two one and a half, so you really it's like dropping three ounces. Yeah. It's, it's it really sinks like a three ounce bait. Wow, yeah. And uh, so you get two, you know, smaller profile baits, yeah. one and a half yeah. down where you can get a three yeah. ounce bait. I mean, it's just immediate. Yeah, awesome. so um and it's the thing, is you get two one and a halves down there bring up two rockfish not like yeah all the time but it makes it so they even if you don't bring up two it's you got two smaller profile baits down deep where they're gonna get bit fast you know so that double rig is deadly on rockfish yeah we've been doing a lot of that up to 200 feet is no problem with that double rig so yeah and it's and the sheephead. It's just, <laughs> I've never seen a bait that catches so many sheepheads. Yeah, I seen the, how big crisp. they are. They are you catching? Yeah, that. yeah I got huge. that twenty four pounder a couple uh, months ago. It's JoJo, big, man. Jojo just on Sunday caught an eleven pounder. A PB.
2: Nah, that's it's, huge, man. Yeah.
0: So, and then, but we've caught plenty of you know fifteens and sixteens and eighteens. That just the rock the sheephead just eat the baits like they're crazy. But and another thing I've noticed is when you rock fish. You know, it, it was with standard tackle that we've always used for rockfish, you catch rockfish, sometimes a lean cut. Mm-hmm. What I've noticed since using hookup baits for rockfish, we catch yellowtail all the time. We just caught yellowtail, two yellowtail this week, uh-huh. Rock fishing, a 24 and an 18-pounder.
2: That's, that's huge. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's, I mean, that's a bycatch of rockfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we went to British Columbia, we never had to troll for salmon because we caught our limit every day rock fishing with hookup baits wow, either on the wind awesome. up or on the drop down. We caught salmon and you know, Jojo caught a 28 pounder just winding it back to yeah. the boat. You know, that's, yeah. it, it, that doesn't happen with any other rockfish tackle. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, that's the big yeah, bonus definitely. of uh, fishing hookup definitely. baits is, is the bycatch of yeah. You know, yell, white sea bass yeah. and, and the sheep head and the salmon. And it just, depending on where you are, that everything eats a hookup bait. So that that's, <laughs> that's <laughs> an added bonus to rock fishing with a hookup bait. You know, so
2: yes. So, uh, if you have any funny stories like you, yeah, you know, the drain plug was out of your
0: boat, uh-huh. or you know, you'd yeah. crashed into a rock? or I don't know, <laughs>
2: or someone, you
0: know, anything uh, that, like that. that's a, a little funny story that happened with a you know, uh, the girlman month, two, oh, I was, I guess, it was a couple months ago. Uh, you know, you get out there, these kids are all excited, but a lot of times they're nervous, yeah, know, when they get on the boat with me, and I try to be as cool as I can with them to try to make them not nervous for, them. you know, their first couple hours are like yeah. nervous and stuff, you know. And so we get out there and and uh we start casting there's a lot of floating kelp around and I got caught on a floating kelp, you know, and, you know, I trying to get it off there and I give it a good little pop and that bait comes flying at me at hundred miles an hour, right? And <laughs> it's coming right for my chest. catching the eye. <laughs> yeah, it was like my third or fourth cast right when we got out there and so it's coming right at flying right at me and just out of reaction I caught it. Right before it hit my chest. Wow. Like a ninja, you know. I and mean, even the kids Like Captain
2: like, America over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Even the even the Groms were like, Wow, that was, <laughs> that was like a ninja. And this I'm is like, how
2: crazy is. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> So I caught it and I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah, cool. And I went to drop it and the, the thing was hooked through my web of my my the oh, where my, my middle finger comes out, the web right there is hooked right through there. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to play it cool. I'm trying yeah, to rip this, rip this bait out of my head and stuff. And oh, I'm okay, I'm okay, you know. And they're all, you know, it's bleeding everywhere. Yeah, and, you know, they're kind of, you know, they're like, oh, I'm fishing with Chad. And first thing Chad does is get hooked through his hand, you know. <laughs> yeah, so that, that was kind of funny. That's something definitely. That happened definitely this summer, but
2: well, it's always fun times, man. And yeah. uh, if anyone wants to check your stuff out, they can check. I mean, you guys are
0: everywhere right now. Oh,
2: yeah. uh, a lot of Southern California tackle shops up yeah. north. Where are you guys at? Uh, anyway? we're,
0: we're, that's the way we're growing You're right working now. that way right yeah, now? Okay. Because they are so phenomenal on lean cod and rockfish that that, that market is growing for us right now. So we're Great. moving our way northward with that. So, awesome. Um, yeah. And it's just, you know, it's a it's a passion that I have. And it's, you know, it's not so much fishing anymore. Mm-hmm. It's designing you know, I love designing baits. That's my passion is, you know, I look at myself as a bait designer now yeah. more than, than a fisherman. That's yeah. And then the passion of just making the baits, making them the best we can. I mean, that's first and foremost is quality of the baits, mm-hmm. you know, making baits that get bit and get bit better than anything. That's uh, that's the, that's my passion right now. just yeah. making the true, most productive bait i can best possibly make it's not really too much for the money at yeah all. it's for the passion of making the best bait you know leaving a legacy of the guy that made yeah hookup baits that get bit <laughs> by everything you yeah know? yeah and then just helping people catch fish that's and cool, making man. fishing fun and, and getting kids and women you know not even the kids but women i've gotten more guys calling me saying women their wife actually likes fishing now because of hookup baits. Yeah. Hey, I got to
2: try try that.
0: (laughs) I get it all the time. It's like, I've been trying to get my wife into fishing for so long and now they see you're. I you know, I show her every time JoJo's catching fish, I show her. And so we go out and we used hookup baits and she just loves it now. You know, yeah. she don't have to pin a fish through the head and don't have to try to catch a fish and you, she drops it down and catches a fish. She loves fishing that's now. That's great, man. Yeah, we get that all the time and that's just that's awesome. You know, that's yeah. that's almost just as good as to get the kids out there, you know? And, and like we say, couples that fish together stay together. <laughs> hey, I gotta work on that then. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> so. Yeah, that Rhonda Sergio's wife. There you go. She would not fish with Sergio for years, and she started using hookup baits. No way. She loves that's fishing awesome, now. Man. Oh, oh, that's, that's, she's that's really, really cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's good too. That's super cool, yeah. man. If you've yeah. seen
3: the recent um, episode on British Columbia, I mean, yeah. true passion for how excited Rhonda wow. is, is worth. Watching, I think we watched that just one part about ten times. <laughs> yeah, just so we could see how. Now, I gotta
2: I got to take my wife out for sure. Yeah, we really appreciate you guys taking the time out oh, to yeah. come down here and be on the podcast. Thank I you. hope people understand your side of the story. You made some different choices when you were younger, yeah, and you some know. shit happened to you. Yeah, you and know, uh,
0: it is what it is. And it is, it's you know, I've been, a, I'm a yeah, good guy. Yeah, it's a and the people that you know, some people have a bad perception of you know who I am. It's yeah. just because of that, I guess. I don't know what it is, but. You know, there's some really big people in the industry that are like brothers to me. Yeah. And I'd only met through hookup baits. Bill Boyce, yeah. um, uh, Wayne Coto. I mean, and a lot of known people down in San Diego, you know, yeah. they're like brothers. They're like family to us. Yeah. And that doesn't happen because I'm a dick. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, and, and, and also I think,
3: you know, we are all human, including yeah. myself, and we have all made some type of mistake. That, you I know what, a lot of them i'll tell you that right now i have to <laughs> and you know the bottom line is regardless of the mistaken you you want to learn from it yep. i don't care yeah. how big or I how small mm-hmm. is can you learn from it can you be a better person and move on and try and do better every day
0: yep yeah for sure i mean so i appreciate you having us here and no letting problem. us tell Thank our you. story thanks and, and, guys and i actually appreciate ask, it thanks for asking the questions you know yeah yeah most people avoid those questions yeah and you know and we've been trying to figure out a way to get our kind of side of the yeah. story out there I so thanks you. thanks for asking those Definitely. questions you
2: know well thanks again guys for listening and uh stay tuned for next year.